And we are live. Welcome, my friends, to the WAN Show. We've got a spectacular show for you today, which yes. is uh, how you can always tell that we definitely have nothing. The more I try to hype it up at the beginning of the show, the more it's probably the show. it's probably just going to be me and Luke BSing about playing Civilization Six the other night. <laughs> my my uh my friends have called me my friends in high places have called me and they told me this is a great show it's a great show it's a great show and great. with great things in it first up we've got raspberry pi now with pci express expansion that's Whoa. right you can install a pcie card in a ras pi as long as you're willing to like well we'll talk about it later but it ain't easy in other news boston dynamics spot robot now on sale. Yes, my friends, for the low, low price of just 74500 US dollars, you could buy yourself a Boston Dynamics RoboDog. What else we got? There's a 3D NES emulator that was released on Steam, of, of all things. And uh, AMD confirms Ryzen XT chips launches B550 chipset. Fun. Also, in other news, YouTube's live streaming stuff is still hot garbage. Warning! Please check the video resolution. The current resolution is 1920 by 1080, which is not optimal. What are you talking about? <laughs> What's wrong with it? That sounds perfectly optimal. It sounds pretty fantastic. Just like lie. this segue to our intro. Wow. Smooth. Bang! Got it. Oh, wow, we went and put the PS5 graphics card stuff in the title and thumbnail and then didn't even talk about it as a headline topic. Oops. We I was were, trying to remember what was in there. Yeah, oh. we'll, we'll talk about that first. We'll talk about that first. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. You'll like it. The show today is brought to you by Honey, Pulseway, and Displate. Why plate when you can displate? Oh, my. Yes. All right, so the big news for PC gamers and quite honestly, gamers in general is RTX 3090, 3080, and Titan specs leaked. So the original article here is from, well, actually, there's a lot of articles about it over on Hot Hardware, WCCF Tech, OC3D.net. But basically, what it looks like is NVIDIA is going to be shaking up their branding a little bit. I'm going to go ahead yeah. and pull up the WCCF tech article here and getting rid of TI and maybe super, but probably not super because super is one of those things that kind of comes later, maybe. But it seems to be that NVIDIA has found consumers are having a hard time differentiating between what constitutes a TI and what constitutes a super. And I should probably clarify, I pronounce TI wrong, according to NVIDIA. According to them, it is Thai, which I think is the stupidest thing ever because Thai is spelled T-I-E. Both, both like real world ties and fictional ties like Thai fighters are spelled T-I-E. So if you wanted to call it uh, titanium, I could get behind that. You know, you got your periodic table of elements. You got your symbol for titanium there. You got a T-I. No problem. Get behind that. Absolutely. But unless it's titanium, which actually apparently it is, that's, that's what it's short for. So I guess like tie is sort of like short for titanium. Okay, there's a justification. I just went and undid my own argument. I still hate it. It's TI. And didn't you know all that already, though? Yeah, 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 I did. I just forgot. Sometimes oh, I know okay. things, but then I forget <laughs> them. 
It's, it happens a lot. And then sometimes I remember them while I'm in the middle of talking and then I realize I sound like an idiot. I was like so ready to swoop in. <laughs> you just cut me off and <laughs> countered your own argument. <laughs> yep. I destroyed myself. I've, I'm tired of other people doing it, you know? It's like the, the eight mile rap battle where you just like went after yourself before the other rapper could and just won because of that. It's like, oh, no. I have never seen eight mile. It's actually, well... I haven't seen it since it came out, but I liked it a lot when it came it's out. a long time ago. All right, yeah. so let's talk about the specs. So according yeah. to the leaks, the RTX 3080, so we would expect based on current generation pricing, let's just have a quick look here. We would expect that to come in around the sort of $1,000-ish and low price point. Uh, so you can get an RTX 2080 Super for kind of $700. So that's US. So that would be around 900 something Canadian dollars, somewhere in that neighborhood. Um, so that is rumored to have the same number of CUDA cores, so 4352, as the 2080 Ti. And yeah. depending on how much they're able to ramp clock speeds up, that could mean that for around 700 US dollars, you could be looking at more like uh, $1,200, you know, current gen performance. That's not a bad little uplift. That also assumes, of course, that NVIDIA doesn't go ahead and bring us this next generation of graphics card at higher performance and then proportionally higher prices. I wouldn't yeah. put it past them. The RTX 3090. So this sounds like the direct replacement for the 2080 Ti will apparently have five. 1,248 CUDA cores. That's about 20% more than the 2080 Ti. So a combination of clock speed improvements and architectural improvements should result in significantly better performance. We're also looking at faster memory, apparently GDDR6X with a 384-bit bus for the 3090. And for full specs, apparently I need to just take a look at the charts on one of the websites here. Not video cards because that one doesn't have a chart. So why don't we try uh, OC3D.net? What do you think about them using 90? I think it's lame because 90 used to mean dual GPU. Dual GPU. Yeah. So We might have just boomered ourselves there a little bit. Yeah, like, but... oh, okay, boomer, no, 90 means whatever. Oh, way to go, idiot. Because they haven't done it in a while, but no, 90 they definitely meant dual GPU. They haven't done it since generation. the 690. And since then, it's just been uh, 80s and TIs. And this is kind of a, it, it is kind of a, a bigger change than it might initially feel like because 8 has been associated with NVIDIA's high end for, wow, a very long time. We can go all the way back to, I think, for GeForce 4000 series. It topped uh, out a, at 4,600. Just a quick heads up as well. Apparently yeah. YouTube is dead for a bunch of people. Oh, okay. Nothing I can do about that other than tell people, yep. hey, why don't you go ahead and subscribe on Floatplane? Yes! Woo, Floatplane! You yes. can also go watch on Twitch for free. Uh, all right. Hey. hey, got him. Okay, so the last time NVIDIA didn't make it all the way to 8, I guess, would have been like GeForce 4000 series. I think the 4600 Ti was the top end then don't quote me on that this is like pre me being into like like hardcore gaming um and then they definitely had a high end for the 5000 series 
So the 5800, and then yeah. they refreshed that with a like, like basically like overclocked variant, the 5900 Ultra. So that's the last time I remember them using a nine uh, sort of suffix on a high-end single GPU card. After that, 6800 Ultra was the top end. Then it was 70. Uh, ooh, no, I lied. There was a 7900 GTX. Okay, so maybe NVIDIA's real problem here isn't that they're abandoning a long tradition, but rather that they just have no idea no what they're doing when it comes <laughs> yes, when it comes to naming their products. They're just making I will, up, I will say, I will say I think this is better. Do you? Oh, if yeah. you ignore the past, I think this is better. And the 200 series had the 285. And then they yeah, just skipped 300 was, series. There was, I think, well, wasn't 300 a, a like... It was like OEM only. PC product? Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. they rebranded some cheapo um, 200 series, if I recall correctly. And yeah, they were... Shoved it in some OEM PCs and been, then moved on. There might have been like a mobile thing or something like that. It was just obviously purely branding. Um, no, no new actual technology. Yeah. Pulling up the, uh, oh, yeah, go ahead. What do you think of the naming scheme though? I find it, I think it's less confusing for sure. Well, it's, it's going to be more confusing for people that have been in this space. But if you're, if you're new and looking at cards, it's more straightforward. It's less confusing until they start like around with it because that's what happens every time. The They're RTX, to, yeah. the RTX lineup wasn't confusing until all of a sudden well okay it was a little confusing because they did away with gtx branding and brought in rtx but like i i, I guess it like kind of makes sense because okay it has ray tracing hardware on it fine 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 fair enough sure but they brought in this rtx branding and everything was pretty clear so we had the oh man i'm trying to remember the cards they actually launched with don't quote me on it but the the kind of initial wave lineup right is your 2080 ti your 2080 your 2070 your 2060 and then if you go below that Actually, this was really confusing. You had same generation Turing GPU, but then it dropped the RTX capabilities, which meant that instead of being RTX 2000, it was GTX. I think I think there might be some trademarking issues with this, but I would have really preferred yeah. if they did GTX-R. I think that would have looked super cool. That would have been pretty sweet, actually. Um, so what do I think of the name? Oh, yeah, right. And and Turing got even more confusing because now, is it the 1650 or something like that that has either three or four different actual hardware variants? Really? Or is it the 1660? I can't remember. One of the, one of the mid-tier cards has a number of different GPU configurations that you might actually end up getting. Um, it's a new... Uh... So there's 1660, 1660 Ti, 1660 Super, and there was a 1666 gig, wasn't there? Um, so I think there's the 1660... I, I'm going off the top of my head. I could totally be wrong. I think there's 1663 gig, 1660... Oh, it's 5 gig, someone says in chat? Yeah, I can't remember what the rules are. So I'm really sorry. I'm not. I'm not... I'm just going to stop saying stuff when I'm not sure. I know that one of the mid-tier non-RTX cards, there is a variety of different hardware configurations that you can get. And that, to me, is, as a techie, really confusing. But I guess as long as they tune the performance so it's about what you would expect for the number, then I 
guess it doesn't matter, except when it does, because there was that RTX 2060 that was using the same GPU as the RTX 2070, or was it the 2080? Ah, dang it. Now I can't remember that one either. Whatever. It used a, it used a different GPU, a higher tier GPU, um, but then it sort of ended up being about the same in gaming, but like much better for professional workloads. And I was like, um, um, okay, what's going on? Things are getting really confused. It was uh, specifically the RTX 2060 KO from EVGA. And it came in at this like super low price. Um, yeah, here we go. It used TU-104 instead of TU-106, which is the GPU that you would expect to find in an initial one uh, RTX uh, 2060. So it's just, it oh, ends geez. up being very, very confusing. And that particular one uh, was clocked about the same, uh, same number of ROPs. What did it end up having more of? Oh, I cannot remember, it has six unfortunately. six gigs of memory. Uh, they both do. Okay. Yeah, the regular KO and the regular 20... The KO and the regular 2060 both have the same amount of memory. It's just... Uh, the 2060 Super got the 8 gig upgrade, if I recall correctly. So yeah, it's fine for now. So we're probably going to have like uh, 20... So coming coming out of the gate, we're going to have a 2080, a 2090... Or excuse me, a 3080 and 3090. And then uh, some kind of like Titan... Um, and then probably they'll follow up with like a 3070, 3060, and then it'll get confusing when they start sort of saying, oh, well, we've got some scrap 3070 GPUs. Maybe we'll throw some of these in a 3060 and call it like a, you know, KO. And then, but going way back, this has always been the case. I remember one of the best GPU deals, uh, back when I was working in sales at NCIX was the 7900 GTO. So this came around right before the 8000 series was due to uh, launch. And as far as we could tell, it was basically NVIDIA dumping a bunch of remaining 7900 GTXs onto EVGA. And it was like hundreds of dollars cheaper than buying a GTX, even though the GTX was available at exactly the same time. And the performance was nearly identical. I remember this for sure. It this was, was pretty early on for me. It was a super, super weird card. Um, apparently it did not support HDCP, but then no, I don't think any of the 7000 series is. Wow, that's funny to think about things like that being issues, like not being able to play back high def content. I remember that. Huh. Recommended that's gaming resolution 1280 by 720 or hey, 640 by 480. Very nice. nice. So nice. here we go. I've got an ancient thread from September 2006 over on Hard Forum. Let's see if uh, my... Yay, there it is. Look at that. Uh, stolen from crazyhorse at sd.net. Blah, 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 blah. M-Wave raised their price to 260 Remember when, like, a high-end, like, but value GPU was could be had for $260? Wow. Things, uh, things have really changed over the years, haven't they? So, I think that's scaled a little bit faster than inflation on that one. It had the same clock speed, same number of pixel pipelines as the GTX, but I think, yeah, the memory, the memory might have been uh, lower clocked. And uh, NVIDIA wasn't the only one who pulled this kind of stuff back in the back in the other back in the old days. X800 GTO squared, I remember that thing. That's funny. 
well, no reason to have it. That's okay. 512 megs uh, with a 7900 GTX cooler on it for 250 bucks. Yeah, should blow away a 7950 GT for $50 less. Like this thing was absolutely nuts. I miss this kind of thing. And you know, like I get it. You know, a company like NVIDIA or EVGA for that matter, like all these guys have probably gotten a lot slicker in terms of their supply chain management and sourcing and like not accidentally ending up with a whole bunch of GPUs that they have to get rid of right before they launch a new generation. But it really did make things more fun. It's true. I just, yeah, I don't know. I liked it when it was like basically impossible to keep track of everything and they just released like new stuff every like four to six months. Yeah, well, yeah. that 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 uh, that ship yeah. sailed a long time ago. It's gone. <laughs> you know what's crazy to think about is the RTX twenty eighty launch was, I think it was quite about, a while ago, somewhere between eighteen months and two years ago. Give me a sec here. I'm just gonna find it. Yeah, November twenty nineteen. So that was twenty nineteen November. Wait a minute. Yeah, that's wait. That's not that bad. Uh, wait, no, that can't be right. No, 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 excuse me, excuse right. me. September 2018, that's there it. We go. Okay. So we are coming up on two years since the RTX 2000 series launched. And in that time, the most mind-boggling thing to me about it is that AMD has still not managed to put forward something that's competitive. Although, you know what? I'm going to do it. Luke, I'm doing it. I'm having hope for the RDNA 2-based cards. Okay. I've decided AMD has been good enough to me over the last couple of years on the CPU side of things that I am ready to put myself out there again. I'm ready. Are you going to commit to put one in your personal ring? What? No. But that, I mean, that's a stupid question. I mean, in much the same way, I wouldn't commit to put NVIDIA's new graphics card in my system. It could be an unstable mess. I'm just I was just checking if it was if it was love or hope, you know? It's hope. It's still definitely okay. hope. Yeah, it's it's yeah, hope. Yeah. And and you know, I can I can love to be hopeful, you know? <laughs> but uh, no, I'm not gonna... putting Intel's new GPU in your gaming rig. Yeah. Oh, wow, no. With that said, wow, that's actually that's some newsworthy stuff right there that didn't make it into the doc today. So, Mr. the one and only Ryan Shrout uh, over at Intel, actually had a yeah. demo running. This is this is pretty cool. Uh, I'm just gonna pull it up. Twitter, right? Uh, demo Battlefield Five. Yeah, it's, he he definitely had it on Twitter. So he took a prototype Tiger Lake system for a spin in Battlefield Five with Intel's. I think we're supposed to say it Z Xe GPU, and he's running Battlefield Five on a thin and light notebooks. Check this out right here on high at 30 fps this is integrated graphics it is actually hey everybody ryan here and sometimes oh ryan thanks ryan you know what with whatever let's just let's just today play i'm playing with a prototype tiger lake notebook in preparation 
for later this year. Oh, that's and, probably uh, not making it better. Battlefield 5 I wish he didn't use Twitter video. I know. Full 1080p like, I'm not trying to be, like, at the high quality, quote plane Master Race right now, but, like, this looks horrible. As you would expect for a well, Battlefield game, the, visuals the visuals are, are absolutely stunning. Like, I'm sure if you're not watching on Twitter, at or above 30 it looks terrible. <laughs> on a thin and light notebook using only integrated graphics. And this is the type of uh, performance and experience you'll it's be looking cool, forward to seeing on Tiger Lake later. Integrated graphics in in very uh, cool. Integrated graphics being actually genuinely usable for like relatively high end games is is very nice. Yeah, and the thing too is like even just aside from gaming, integrated graphics being better is absolutely a good thing. I actually shot a really yeah. fun video today. Um, I I built linus's computer so like you know the other linus yeah yeah i don't know if you saw this he upgraded his system recently and uh i'm trying to remember wait what yeah he upgraded his system recently and you built it well i built the same one okay i was like how did i not hear about this but what was okay. cool oh, yeah, was okay. he actually provided very detailed rationale behind all of his parts choices and the system is like shockingly well thought out. And I don't mean that because like, you know, oh, because he's probably a dumb guy or something. Like, it's not like that. It's just that people with other priorities don't always spend the time and care to go through and meticulously optimize a PC parts list. They just have other things to do and they buy a Dell and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. There's a reason that you know, Dell ships however many millions upon millions of computers a year. Um, so it was just, it was a little surprising to me to see a software guy that probably only builds a system, you know, every year or every couple years or whatever, like go through and like absolutely freaking nail all of the hardware choices. I was like, this is a great system. It's like perfectly balanced for what he's doing and really well thought out and one of the things that he said was that he doesn't care about discrete graphics and quite honestly would actually just prefer to have onboard graphics as long as it has adequate feature support and performance and i was like oh yeah from like a system simplicity standpoint why wouldn't you just want the gpu right on the cpu fair enough how many monitors does it's more elegant have? So he did end up putting a graphics card in this one. Um, I yeah. have to, I, I'm making guesses now, but I have to assume that multi-monitor support would be a reason to do something like that. Uh, he also went Threadripper. So having any monitors connected to it means that you're, uh, you're, you're stuck with that. Of course, he, yeah. he could have gone Intel. Um, but <laughs> I guess part of the problem is that AMD on their on their high core count Ryzen desktop CPUs does not have integrated graphics so going AMD wouldn't have been an option and going Intel wouldn't have been an option because Intel hasn't released anything that would be a compelling enough upgrade for him um that does have onboard graphics anyway so he was already running a 9900K so Threadripper was the way, way to go and then he just ended up putting uh an RX 580 in it cuz it was just sort of like like the decent thing, I guess, to, to put in. I need to hook monitors into it, whatever. Yeah. And there's no way he's going to, you know. Go NVIDIA? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I just would not have seen that one coming if he <laughs> put an NVIDIA graphics card in his system. Have they, have they 
open-ended fences at all? I actually I have not it. followed that. that saga. As far as I know, no. I mean, NVIDIA hasn't opened up their Linux driver, so I have to assume yeah. that the situation hasn't changed much. <sighs> Why don't we jump into one of our Wrong. other topics for the day? Raspberry Pi, now with PCI Express expansion. This is absolutely tremendous. The article here is over on tremendous. Tom's Hardware. I am stoked look at this is this not That's actually so awesome <laughs> is this not the cutest computer ever so oh my goodness you can't do it with the older raspies but with the raspberry pi 4 and with some soldering okay this is this is not a stock configuration here ladies and gentlemen you can actually take the pci express interface that would normally be used for the usb controller and you can just reroute it so you can you can get rid of your USB 3 controller and instead you can have a PCI Express expansion slot that you could then put a USB controller card into. And no. it's only a $6 chip that you need to solve. No, you would probably put in something else. Uh, the example that they have here is a network card. So you could put higher speed networking, for example, if you were using your Raspi as uh, a router or, or something. A I mean, server. Or as a file server. Actually, a file server would be a great example of why you would want 2.5 gigabit networking. And if that PCIe interface is fast enough for a USB 3 um yeah usb3 controller then it's definitely fast enough for two and a half gig networking now obviously the first thing that came to my mind is i want to put an rtx 2080 ti on it obviously obviously that's the first thing i wanted to do unfortunately the developer of this little hack acknowledges uh where is it dun, 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 dun. you guys should make like the world's smallest yet still large like plex server or something um, and have it in like a tiny little box with the network expansion card that's kind of a and cool get, idea like a massive uh i'm assuming this is sd card storage but they have huge sd cards these days so you get like a massive sd card a network expansion card huh be pretty sweet that's not a bad idea i think we'd probably go something a little more powerful than a raspi just so you can actually you know uh have a little bit more flexibility in your real-time transcoding but that's that's kind of a cool idea it did, could be kind did, of sweet if you, did, did you if work you... as a like tech youtuber writer at one point <laughs> maybe maybe uh it could be kind of cool like because a lot of people have those networking cabinets these days yeah those like white ones that sit in the wall so if you could like fit it in there that would be, be very cool. So this is from the Tom's, uh, Tom's Hardware article. Uh, unfortunately, graphics cards will not work because the CPU does not have enough bar space for them. Um, and when I tried to find out exactly what they meant by bar space, I ended up with a lot of results about space bars. So uh, <laughs> given that I don't want to, you know, drink beverages outside of Earth's, you know, atmosphere, I... Um, I'm going to need you guys to pitch in in chat to let me know. Based address register is commonly called bars. Hey, there we go. All right. That's, uh, yep. My, my Google, my Google search, uh, history definitely thinks I really need to know what the space bar does. 
Um, yeah, so that's on. That's unfortunate. That would be super cool. But hey, two and a half gig or five gigabit networking is also pretty sweet. You could also attach an SSD or a flash card that goes directly to the PCIe bus. That is that is sweet. Totally nerdy. Um, the kind of thing that most people probably wouldn't bother to do just because it does involve soldering. But it's the kind of thing where the cost of the parts is low enough that it's not even that stupid of a thing to do on a weekend, you know? Yeah. And like, if you screw it up, it's probably okay. All right, Luke, I know you couldn't wait for this. Tell us oh. all about AMD's confirmed Ryzen XT chips. Oh. Is this like the fourth time we've talked about these or something? It's definitely at least the third. <laughs> it's got it's to be up there. After much speculation by us and other people, AMD has finally revealed the new Ryzen XT chips and what they will look like. Ryzen 5 3600 XT will be $249, six core, 12 threads at 3.8 gigahertz base, 4.5 gigahertz boost, 95 watts. Ryzen 7 3800 XT, $399, eight core, 16 threads, 3.9 gigahertz base, 4.7 gigahertz You sound so excited. That's actually a pretty nice like price point for an eight core. Sure That's is, isn't it? I, that Ryzen 7, I think, is is pretty sweet. I suspect we'll see some of those move. Uh, Ryzen 9 3900 XT, $499, 12 cores, 24 threads, 3.8 gigahertz base, 4.7 gigahertz boost, 105 watts. Uh, the 7 and the 9 don't come with a cooler. The 5 comes with a Wraith Spire. I'm actually okay with that. Do you think it matters that they include a cooler on a high-end CPU like that? No, I like that they included on the five. Um, yeah. But the seven, if you're if you're spending four hundred dollars before tax on a processor, like get a cooler for it. Yeah, I don't think it's that I much to ask. to ask. No, es especially when you factor in that buying a CPU cooler that is really you know like good enough to run that CPU um, at a really nice low temperature, give it a nice long life is not that expensive like you know hyper 212 is in that 35 dollar range 40 dollar range uh, i don't think it's a lot to ask to spend 10 percent of your cpu cost on decent cooling for it we're still using hyper 212s uh there's a bunch of variants of it cooler master <laughs> it's hilarious because uh the reason that i was looking at this they the other day on, but they can't um we did a video about it's not actually up yet but we did a video about what it actually takes to cool intel's 10th gen cpus because and rightly so we took some criticism in our launch review for not disclosing the cooler we were using when we said hey yeah. we got good thermal results um and we were like, okay, that's a fair point. It was a total accident. It just wasn't put on the slide, um, unfortunately. But it's one of those things where people that are looking for looking to find fault will say, hey, that's you know, it's it was malice rather than stupidity. But I'm pleading stupidity here. Uh, anyway, the point is, um, we decided to take that criticism and go one step further, and actually take five different coolers at different price points. Okay. Wonderful. I yeah, did you show anything by any chance? I think I might be uh I think I might be live again. Give it a second. Okay. That's very weird. What's happening here? I I I but um uh That's very strange what's happening right now. Uh let me see. 
OBS is is super confused. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, OBS is wait. Is OBS back? Hold on a second. Let me pop okay. you out. Uh, okay. Huh. That's very weird. What's happening here? Wait. I, I, I think Floatplane's back. Floatplane is definitely back. Uh, but it's uh, lagging like crazy. <laughs> it's kind of frozen. You are very clear to me now, and your voice is working perfectly to me now. Yeah, okay. Just uh, so you know. That's fun. Things are improving. Okay. Uh, you look good on Twitch. Maybe OBS I just need to refresh is, full play. OBS is crying again. I'm just trying to add you as a source, and it's it's having a hard time. It's Twitch struggling. Looks perfect. Uh, that's weird because I'm expecting it to freeze, and it hasn't done it. Full plane is working well. Okay. Oh. Twitch okay. froze. Uh, hold on. There's still time. There's still time to fix this. We can still fix this, Luke. <laughs> I believe. Okay, so I'm gonna put you right there, and then I'm uh I'm a uh, put a little uh oh man, is it transform or filter? Can never remember. Edit transform. Um um. Crop left six hundred. Uh oh. It it froze it froze up again. This is this is I don't know, I don't know what this looks like. Uh, but six hundred crop left was definitely too much, so let's take another <laughs> crack at let's take another crack at that. Transform, edit transform. Let's try like three hundred. Okay, let's move. Put you right there. Oh no, a little bit less. Wow, this is something. Edit transform, uh, maybe like 70. Okay. Weird thing is that my utilization, CPU, memory, disk, network, GPU, I'm not even using GPU encoding, so it's all low. Everything's under like 10%. <laughs> OBS is just having a significant freak out here. Very odd. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's super odd, super odd. Very unfortunate. I think we are live again though, and it's actually working now. Uh, but up. Uh, oh, okay. okay. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Not so much. No, it uh, that is not a thing that I am certain about at this point in time. Throughout this entire thing, OBS doesn't think it has dropped a single frame. <laughs> well, maybe, uh, maybe it didn't. No, OBS is like the input. Like I can see I, my call with you is completely yeah. fluid, but OBS is frozen right now. Like you're frozen yeah. in OBS and so am I. So both inputs are frozen. And now we're back. Uh, so I'm just watching the I'm watching the stream here to see what happens when OBS was frozen there. Yep. It's just freezing for no apparent reason whatsoever. So that's really cute. And uh, really frustrating.
nothing I can really do to help. Um, yeah, no, not at all. Do you want me to try to pick it up from here? I'm also really worried about what's going on with the YouTube stream. I feel like that video might have like ended. Because uh, oh. I, I can't find the live dashboard. Just trying to remember because it's under like go live. So if I'm live right now, does it take me to the one that's live right now? Okay, I can click on it. Apparently, I'm apparently we're still live. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I I guess we're just I guess we're going for it here. I think we're going for it. Um, uh, it's definitely still freezing. It, it seems a little better, right? Uh, I mean, I can't it's tell. Online, it's not technically offline. No, no, it's frozen. Yeah, it froze oh, again. It's playing again on Twitch. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> I just have no idea what's going on right now. <laughs> yeah. It's something. I mean, is it safe to assume this is something to do with my computer? Uh, that's very weird. Okay. Did it did it get the wrinkles out of its system? Are we good? Is... I'm still seeing what yeah, Twitch is frozen right now. Uh, is it? I wonder yep. why. I have I have no way of knowing why, Luke. <laughs> Do they still have audio even when I'm even when I'm going? Will the rowers keep on rowing? I can't tell. Apparently apparently there's still audio. The audio's fine. They show no signs of slowing. Okay, you know what? Screw it. Let's do it. Let's finish off the show. Who who even push cares? Forward. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. right. So let's talk about these new chips. The new XT processors um, will be drop-in compatible with any motherboard that is currently compatible with Ryzen third-gen processors, and to go along with the launch. I mean, I guess that makes sense. They're just like a little faster. Um, and ooh. Boost clocks are not only a little bit higher, but also residency at these boost clocks is far better than the original release thanks to improvements in the manufacturing process. So that's sick. AMD is also announcing that StoreMI version 2.0 will release along with the new CPUs, utilizing a read-only caching approach rather than a tiered storage approach. Then it's been rebuilt from the ground up. That's probably a safer way to do it. So StoreMI was a licensed version of Enmodus's Fuse Drive software, and 2.0 will support any combination of any capacity hard drives and SSDs. Emphasis has been placed on ease of setup and use, which is a really positive thing because ease of setup was not a strong point for StoreMI V1. Maybe I'm going to go ahead and talk through our sponsors real quick here to make sure that uh, even if the show is terrible, we at least still get paid for putting it on. The show is brought to you today by Displayed. Uh, Displate is the magnetic mounted metal print that goes on your wall. Displates are durable and you don't need any power tools to hang one. They've got over 800,000 different arts spanning a bunch of different styles and influences. They plant a tree for every displate that gets purchased. And we've even got our own line of displates. You can go to displate.com slash Linus Tech Tips. And if you use our link and use offer code WAN, 
you can save 15% today. Okay, my talking points say when, my lower third says LTT. I'm not going to stress out too much about it because I definitely have bigger problems at the moment. Like, <laughs> how on earth am I going to get the best coupon codes when I'm shopping online? Oh, wait, with Honey. Honey is a free shopping tool that finds the best promo codes whenever you shop online at sites like Amazon, eBay, Newegg, Razor, Best Buy, Walmart, and more. Honey is free. It takes just a couple seconds to install. You add it to your browser, and boom, when you're in the cart, it'll check and make sure that you are getting the best offer codes available. Those of you who downloaded Honey from our link have saved over $100,000 in the past few months. And actually, tons of people at LMG use Honey all the time to save money when shopping online, because why not? They make their money off the sites you're shopping with, not off of you, so it's free. Just go to joinhoney.com Linus and try it out today. The show is also brought to you by Pulseway. That's what I really need. I need Pulseway monitoring all my stuff so that I know what the heck is going on here. Pulseway is a real-time remote monitoring and management software that allows you to manage systems and support users from anywhere. You can fix problems on the go by sending commands from any mobile device. It's compatible with Windows, Mac, and Linux. And Pulseway's single app gives you remote desktop functionality so you can, well, have remote desktop functionality. Real-time status, system resources, logged in users, network performance. You can manage Windows updates. You can do so much with it. So scan, install, and update your systems on the go at pulseway.com uh, we're gonna have that linked in the video description all right so we don't have our like lower third so that i feel kind of naked without it it's actually kind of weird but that's okay we can do the rest of the show naked mm, not totally naked twitch won't allow it but other than that naked yes all right why don't you pick a topic if you don't like cpu topics watch him pick a cpu topic Uh-oh. If he's talking to me right now, I can't hear him. Can you hear me now? I can. Well, that was my bad. Uh, I, my topic, which is the best topic out of all of them, is that LTTstore.com has four elemental shirts oh, for 50 bucks straight up. That's it. Yep. Our that's, least that's the topic. Our least popular shirt design ever is back. You're welcome. Uh... Oh. Let's see. And where is it? Yep, there it is. So we got rid of the two least like... popular designs. Uh, so are the two least popular colors. And we're focused on the slightly more popular colors. And then we've added two new ones. So there's white, purple. Hey, there it is. Red. So that's one of the original ones. Look at this beardless guy here. What a freak. And orange. Now that's a glorious beard. Also not bad. So uh, really, we don't expect anyone to buy these things just like, you know, individually at full price. But, but it, it's a pretty good deal at 50 US dollars for four of them. It's like cheaper than a shirt you can get anywhere else, pretty much. And, and it looks cool. And it's comfortable and nice material. Yes, they're super comfy. Like it's actually a really good shirt. And it's $12.50. That's crazy. Um, so, yeah. Good topic, good topic, good topic. Outside of that... Um, <laughs> yeah, pick a real topic, Luke. I guess. If I have to. My phone is freaking out. Can you stop, please? Uh, Boston Dynamics Spot is now on sale. We were talking uh, before yeah. the show started. Uh, 
um, totally. about whether or not you would potentially buy one. Oh man. Oh. <sighs> I have a hard time even I have a hard time even coming up with what the right price would be for me. Because this you could would... you could mount a Wi-Fi router to it uh, that connects to no, that doesn't make any sense. That's boring. No, I want to see like some some cool project you could do with it. Yeah, I want to see some cool project that I could do with it. I just don't know. I just don't know what, what it would be. <laughs> so here I'm on I'm on the site here. Uh, let's just uh, OBS is frozen, so I can't really move around on the site, unfortunately. But basically, they've got three different versions: the Explorer, Enterprise, and Academic. Um, so as far as I can tell, it's pretty much going to be the same product. They just want you to contact them if you're an enterprise user or an academic user. Uh, and here, is this working now? No. Okay. How about this? No. How about this? No. Stop. Oh, wow. OBS, please stop. There we go. Okay. There's the top of top of my page now. So, oh my God. I am so unhappy right now with <laughs> what's going on. Okay. So... As long as you don't want more than I think it's two uh, from the article that I read, although it's letting me add like five of them to cart. Maybe it's just going to tell me, hey, you should probably contact us. If you want more than a few of them, you're supposed to contact them. Um, but yeah, the the famous robot from all of the viral videos is now actually available to buy. And what they, I think, expect people to do with them is things like um, surveying areas where it's not safe to send humans or completing totally monotonous tasks. Like if you have to, uh, you know, take the same picture of the same thing 50 times a day because you're trying to track if it's being used properly or, or something in your warehouse. Um, a spot is a, a great alternative to having a person go and do those stupid tasks. Have you uh, seen the cost of their add-ons? No, I haven't. Check out just the battery. How much is a spot battery? Oh, wow. Who do they think they are? Red Digital Cinema? <laughs> spot Care. Service plan providing one year of extended coverage and expedited repair is 15 grand. An additional battery for your spot. <laughs> and it only runs for... Oh, man. How long was it? Specs. Here we go. Uh, average runtime with no payload is about 90 minutes with 180 minutes of standby time. So if you want another battery, you're going to need to spend 4,600 US dollars. An additional charger, 1,600 bucks. The ports. ports. Wow. Regulated okay. power and Ethernet. That's it. 1,275 bucks. I don't know about <laughs> you, but I think I think $21,800 for awareness for a robot is actually very reasonable. So that's and like, inspection and LIDAR, all of those things together is so much. Wow. Ooh. Edge GPU, Spot Core AI provides advanced processing for applications requiring on-robot computation. Wow. That's pretty cool. See, that's the problem with this thing, though, is I wouldn't know the first thing to do with it. Like, yeah, if we were just doing a video for the memes and I was just, um, you know, making a video where I'm I, I just tell it, hey, follow me around the office all day, LOL. 
yeah, that'd be hilarious or whatever, and it would get views on YouTube, but I don't feel like we'd really be adding anything meaningful to the conversation. So no. I don't really want to spend $75,000 just to <laughs> yeah. do something like that. Also, by the way, they even tell you exactly what components are built into this Edge GPU. So you get um, two gigabit Ethernet ports, uh, a handful of USB ports, Type-C and Type-A. You get mini PCIe, and it's occupied with an LTE modem in some configurations. And you get a Xeon E3 processor and an NVIDIA Quadro P5000 GPU. And this too can be yours for just $24,500 US dollars. Wow. I mean, I get it. They have no competition as far as I can tell. Yeah. Like there's other robots. Like they, they did stuff to it. Like they didn't just throw a bunch of parts in a no. black box. No. Um, no, it's, it's like got it's ingress protection. Winter snow and summer rain, but still cool itself. And like all this other cool stuff. But holy. What would you do with a spot? I don't know. That's Go the for problem. a run with a really weird looking dog. I mean, that's cool. Yeah. Like it's super cool. Kinda, but it's not worth seventy five thousand dollars. Yeah. But then we're not we're not the customers for it, right? So yeah, I don't know. What's the max speed of it? <sighs> Terrain, horizontal field of view, collision avoidance, maintain set distance from stationary objects. I'd like to use it to bring something with me on a difficult hike that I wouldn't be able to just like carry myself. I, I don't think know. this is going to do it for you. I think it would be cool, but I also don't know like what I would want it to bring with me. Maybe explore Chernobyl. Also at like 5.6 kilometers per hour, like you're going for a walk, Luke. You're not going for a run here. You're going for a hike. brisk a walk. difficult hike. Yeah. Yeah, but that's also its speed on level ground. So oh, fair. <laughs> Yeah, it can apparently handle I, yeah. a thirty-degree incline, though. That's yeah, like I, I've cool. seen it. I've seen it climb stuff. I just would want to like play with it. Like yeah. if I could, if I could just you know buy it and return. Is it, that worth it? Is like, that demo worth it, it to play with the future? No, of course not. Okay, seventy-five thousand right. dollars, Luke. Are you nuts? Yeah, like I don't mean for for you or for me. I mean like. I mean, I would click on that video. Yeah, for sure. But like the, the entire Linus Tech Tips, this is too long of a title. The entire Linus Tech Tips tr crew tries to find a use for a $75,000 dog. <laughs> I mean, this is the kind of thing where, you know, if we had the, okay. If I was, if I was some combination <laughs> of like Hacksmith, Wendell, myself and probably half a dozen other highly skilled mechanically or programming inclined you know people um you know i would love to do an entire series just doing yeah. weird stuff <laughs> with it like if like if you know hacksmith could build an arm for the top of it and then you know we had some really skilled ai programmer put together um you know some kind well, of machine vision thing. So. Sorry? The arm is coming in 2021. Well, I mean, mm. we'd want to do it before the official one, wouldn't we? So, you know, if sure. there's like, yeah. if we could put an arm on it and program it to recognize a ball and go get it, and we like actually go to a park and play fetch with a robotic dog, like that is some, that is some 20 million views stuff right there. You know, 
Like, sure. Yep. But that is also the kind of thing that I would actually have to have, like a Boston Robotics team skill level staff to to implement. Like, it's non-trivial is all I'm trying to say. Michael Reeves. It'll, <clears throat> if you pair with Michael Reeves, it'll, it'll almost kill you in the process, but it'll be super awesome. Um, I love that guy. Some Something's people are great, like, MKBHD but... will have one. Just get it. Like, no, that's not a reason to buy a $75,000 $75, so, toy. Buy one and send it to Colorware and get it all matte blacked out and then make him really jealous. Is that worth it? No, it's $75,000. <laughs> like you're talking to the guy who didn't air condition his house for 10 years because <laughs> it cost money. Like, um, if so, okay. I'll tell you what, if somebody sends a $75,000 super chat, I promise to spend it on the robot. I don't think you can even do that. Do, honestly, don't, that. don't do that. Cause YouTube would get like 20, 30% of it or whatever. That would be really stupid. Yeah, so buy $75,000 worth of Elements shirts. That's the worst advice you've ever given. Then you can donate the shirts, even though the world has way too much clothes and donated clothes are being wasted because there's too much to give away because of the the uh, uh, crazy over-consumerist culture that is around clothing. But you can donate the clothes and Linus will buy a spot. You know, that would be 600,000 shirts, right? Like, we work with a local printer. He could not make 600,000 shirts. Hiring people right now is probably great. There's a lot of people out of work. This is awesome. I, I can totally imagine a shirt printing facility that is that is COVID safe. Uh, this is, you're just, honestly, you're donating shirts. You're getting Linus to buy a spot. You're helping small business. So you see it as a win, 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 win. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, man. We've got Super Chats coming in. Or you just have shirts for the rest of your life, which is also kind of cool. MikeMan997 Super Chats. Moving gaming rig with Spot. Okay, mobile gaming. Redefining mobile gaming. There's your title. There's your, like, clickbait title. Mobile (laughs) gaming like you've never seen it before. this thing, like, toe? What is there? Is there information on that i think it does have a payload uh payload capacity here payloads yep maximum weight of 30 pounds uh 14 kilos wait isn't four, that like 14 kilos on it 30 though? pounds is it 14 kilograms to i mean Sounds these are very smart right? yeah okay never mind no, yeah. 30.1 so almost 31 is that what it can tow though or is that what it can carry because those should be different things 30.9 so almost 31 sorry uh hard to say i suspect that's what it could carry i don't know if it would be designed to tow something like that's a very different force on it right yeah it is. yeah it absolutely is and it probably wouldn't be very good at it due to the yeah and de- depending how the thing was hitched to it right like a um a, a towed payload can put like very uneven force on the thing that's that's uh that's hauling it unless you are observing measuring or manipulating, I don't see it really having a use. So you'd have to, I think you'd have to do one of those things. Did you pull that right off their site? No. Observing, no, measuring, just, or manipulating. What, what, what made you say I'm just that? Thinking. 
Oh, I see. Well, what else, what else are you really going to do? It's not going to carry very much. The only thing it's probably going to carry is the things that you use to observe, measure, or manipulate. It's not towing, really. Adam Savage made it tow himself. That's hilarious. Um, maybe it can tow, I guess. Apparently. It's not really fast. So, like, you got to, I think you got to find something that it could. It's expensive. Yeah, so, you, you wouldn't want to deploy it in any kind of like security application. Cause, like, that would be something pretty cool. Like, Instead of having to hire a security guard, which is, you know, like $50,000 a year or whatever, you buy one of these and that's it. You know, you just put like a camera on it. You hopefully it's smart well, enough much... to just go plant itself on its charger and then like, you know, do another patrol. Right. But then if someone yeah, just yeah. walks up and like grabs it, like knocks it over and like grabs it, like what are you going to do about it? Right. You could track it. Uh, yeah, I, I guess so. I like to think that someone's savvy enough to like steal your robot dog is probably savvy enough to like I put it know. in a fairy cage. A, a dog, yeah, I, I don't know. You don't they think might so? unintentionally do that. Yeah, it's, it's walking out in the open and it looks like a robot dog. I could see many a petty thief go, ooh, expensive looking robot take. <laughs> Not really think too much about it. People steal phones. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Okay, fair point. And, and you'd about. need like the awareness module, which is $21,800. Yeah. <laughs> Potentially the inspection module, but I think just the awareness one. This thing is so cool. Like this is exactly what, you know, something like Jibo needed to be. Like I would love it if Boston Robotics got their hands on that kind of like natural movement technology that those guys were working on. Oh my on. god, that's what you can do. Put a Jibo on top of it? No, 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 no. Work with probably Anthony. Do some do some home automation scripting with this thing. Home automation. Cuz so it can traverse like, your home. See so spot. it could like actually go do things for see, you. See light switch spot. Turn light switch off spot. And he could like go press it. Once the arm comes out, you could have it go like open the fridge and bring you a drink. Like home butler level automation. I mean, it, would ne it wouldn't work well enough to actually like be practical. It might work well enough to do it enough for... Like a video. A video? Yeah. So, got it. <laughs> it's not worth $75,000, Luke. Plus, how much do you think that six degrees of freedom arm is going to cost? So much. So much. So very much. <clears throat> I'm out. I'm out. Go do taxes, spot. <laughs> Go do taxes. Oh, in other news, uh, Intel releases Gen 2 Optane and new 3D NAND SSDs. I'm actually pretty excited about next generation Optane. Oh my God. So it could pick up the Roomba and put it on another floor. Someone just said in the chat. That, Big brain. That does sound useful, actually. Like that's Home what automation it, spot. That's what it makes to finally make a Roomba actually useful and actually less work than just going and getting a vacuum and like running you it across could, the you floor. Could even just, anytime the Roomba just screws up, the spot could go like, go put it back on its dock. This is awesome. Home automation spot. Okay. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be like a $140,000 okay. home automation robot. 
back to back to second generation <laughs> Optane. Okay, so these are okay. persistent memory module DIMMs. They're starting in an enterprise, and then hopefully they'll work their way down to hard uh, enter consumer grade hardware eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, the last generation 256 gig Optane DIMM had a 360 petabytes written rating, and we get 38 percent more endurance this generation so 497 petabytes written that's pretty cool there's no real increases in capacity so it's 128 256 and 512 but if intel can get the price right and we actually are hoping to do a video on this pretty soon like using these gigantic capacity optane dims to supplement your system memory if they can get the price right they could potentially displace dram for large-scale fast memory which would be a big win for them because they need a good story on the server side of things because CPU performance and PCI Express uh, expansion and bandwidth is not really it right now in the face of what AMD is doing with their Epic processors. Uh, Here's a a new new question because I'm still stuck on this and I realize I'm derailing hard, but what if there was a tournament? What, are you talking about Spot again? Yeah. Oh, man. What kind of tournament? Would you would you pit the uh, inventiveness and ingenuity of the Linus Tech Tips team in a robot spot battle tournament against other YouTube teams? It could even be like multidisciplinary. So there there could be like the fight. Maybe that's at the end. Yeah, I would think like, so. There, there could be other like tasks or or things that you'd have to compete. Like it could be a whole. Just to be clear, event. are you talking about dog fighting? Oh, jeez! Wow, wow, Luke! Oh no! You heard it here first, guys. No. Luke thinks that we should have a multidisciplinary dog fight oh. tournament. You disgust me. I absolutely obviously only when it's robots. Even then, the robots are gonna kill me first. Now you walked right into uh, that. Uh, robots. All I have to say is humans fight each other for fun, and it's all consensual and stuff. And I guess you wouldn't be consenting because you're a robot. So maybe I'm still evil. I'm sorry. I apologize. All right, Brandon Stubbs has a super chat here. Just claim as a business expense. All right. I have definitely talked about this on the WAN show before, but it merits mentioning again because a lot of people still seem to think that expensing something or writing something off as a business expense is some kind of magic wand that makes the money not actually cost you anything. You mean it isn't? That is not how it works. That's not how it works at all you still have to earn that money. You just don't get taxed on the money that you spent because you effectively didn't make it as profit. So if Linus Media Group Incorporated were to have, let's say, have $100,000 of, of revenue come in, okay? We have to pay corporate income tax on that revenue, right? Which is, I think, in Canada, around 25%. Um, so we got to pay corporate income tax. Okay. So if we buy something for a hundred thousand dollars, we don't have to pay that income tax because we didn't make that money, but we still have to earn it. Even if we decide to spend it, 
also and you still spend it you just don't spend you don't uh lose the tax yeah exactly so anyway another thing to factor in is that anything that expensive is going to count as an asset which means that you don't even get to write off, depending on your regional rules, you don't even necessarily get to write off the entire amount right off the bat. So I would only be able to expense uh, probably somewhere in the neighborhood of 15% to 25% of that right out of the gate. So of my $100,000, here are my options. I can just not spend it on a robot and I get to keep $75,000 for, you know, um, new equipment at the office or uh, renovations or, uh, you know, cool even has costumes days, or whatever. Okay, so $75,000 that I could just spend on other things for the business. Uh, oh, actually, no, 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 sorry, I'm doing this wrong. I would have $100,000 that I could just spend on other business expenses. I could have $75,000 of profit or, or I could buy the robot, okay? And then I would have only $25,000 to spend on other things. I would have about $18,000 of profit and I would have a robot. Also, I would have a giant tax liability because I would have to pay 80% of the tax on $75,000. So give me a second here. 75,000, hold on, calculator. Okay, so $75,000 times 0.25 wait wait times 0.8 so i would actually owe fifteen thousand dollars in taxes on money i never made because i have this stupid asset that i don't need so what you're telling me is you're gonna get a robot no i'm not telling you that i'm telling you that writing things off does not magically make them not cost money and in fact this ends up costing me more because i have to pay taxes on money that i didn't even make and now to be clear i do get to amortize it over a number of years so by the time we're nine years down the road i will have gotten back about 97 and a half percent or something of those uh, uh of the um so I get to use it as a deduction on my future taxes. So I'll have gotten back some of that tax that I paid on money I never made. But remember, too, that time equals money, right? That's an equation that is actually, I'm fairly sure it's provable. And having money earlier is kind of like having, like, more money is kind of like more time. And more time is kind of like more money, okay? So if time equals money, then more time equals more money. So if I don't spend that money stupidly today and have to pay taxes on that money that I stupidly spent today, <laughs> then I can invest that money today and I get an extra however many years to make that money grow over time instead of a robot that will definitely be a depreciating asset. <laughs> so there's many, many reasons why I shouldn't buy the robot dog, even if I was like, you know, I had $75,000 burning a hole in my pocket. It's still a bad idea. So you're done, bud. But robot track meet, YouTuber competition, robot so dog many fight. views. So, <laughs> so many views. All right. So many views. Is Someone's going to do it. Is there anything else in the doc that we wanted to talk about today? I know. <laughs>
Um, hey, Square Enix is back on GeForce now. That's good. Cool. If you're into GeForce now, I have a gaming computer. I'm not, but you might be, so that's cool. Uh, 3D NES emulator released on Steam. Wait, what? List of supported ROM. 3D Sen, which began in 2015 as a theoretical fantasy project, has finally been released for sale on Steam. The emulator translates sprites and tile maps into voxels and creates a 3D play area out of the screen, complete with the ability to swap out the background color. I have not seen this, but there's a VR version? The current list yeah. of supported ROMs is limited but expanding. Okay, no, I have to see this. Authors here, YouTube, hold on. here we go, boys. What the crap? I linked to you. Uh... Am I even looking at here? Okay, hold on a second. I'm bringing up my browser here, everyone. Hopefully, OBS will unstream for long enough for you guys to check this out. This is absolute madness. Pretty much. I am, my mind is blown. A hundred percent blown. I love it so much. Is it, um, what is it called? Wow. 3D Sen. So 3D Send VR, which there is a free demo for, is $22.79. And 3D Send, this is Canadian, 3D Send PC is $10.34. There's no way I don't spend $10 on this. Like, I don't even like, I don't even, like, NES wasn't really my childhood. SNES was. Me neither. So, yeah. I, like, it's not a huge deal for me from that perspective. This is just the kind of amazing, cool crap that... Just someone needs to make sure they buy so that cool crap like supported. this continues to to get made. Yeah. I just cannot stop looking at this gameplay. Oh, wow. Okay, hold on a second. This... Oh, oh wow. This, this Zelda... Man, this is crazy. I love I was, it. I'm still stuck on this... 3D Mario Bros. 3 thing that I sent you. Where's the Zelda one? Oh, I guess you're probably showing the stream. That's Unreal. Cool. Yeah, I'm going to try in a second here. Yeah, there we go. Unbelievable. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. I, I can stop staring at it now. We should do a couple super chats or something, but like, wow. Okay. Would you would you get in trouble if you did the super chats and then downloaded it and played a little bit for the end of the stream? Um, I'm really hungry, and I haven't seen my kids in a week because they're um, they've been visiting <sighs> with yeah they've been visiting with the cousins and I'd really like to go see them because they should be home any minute now. Uh, but I I don't know. We could uh, you know what we could do is we could fire up some multiplayer um parsec gaming maybe sometime this weekend or something maybe we could stream cool. it yeah i'm totally down all right couple super chats uh crossfire vegas 64 space heater or still relevant it's water cooled i mean i don't know if vegas 64 was ever a good idea <laughs> that's the answer i was looking for <laughs> Uh, Luck Dragon says, finally caught you live after five years. Thanks for being one of four channels convincing me to build my first gaming PC since the K6 two days. 
Dang. Threadbird for 2950x now. Nice. Nice machine. Uh, Yvonne plus wifey sauce when show when. That would actually be very interesting. I have no idea what they would talk about. Um, like the business side of like actually running YouTube channels. Zoomy <laughs> uh, Melb says, Hey buddy, you may have thought I gave up, but I'm back. It's me, your boy, checking in on the status of float plane merch. I just want a darn shirt. It can't be that hard. Wait, did you miss it? Because we had a float plane shirt for a bit. We did a limited yeah. edition float plane shirt. I think you missed it. How did that go? I have no idea. I don't think I ever checked in. Yeah, I have absolutely no idea. Uh, George Lambros says, intended for last week. Did I week's... even get one? I hope so. It's the blue one. Yeah, you have one. Oh, I thought we did that orange thing, though. Now I'm a little bit hazy. No, so there was the blue one. Oh, yeah. I the... thought the logo was like little and then it was like the whole shirt. No, the logo combo one. Yeah, that was the one we actually sold. I think the blue one was just internal. The blue one was just internal. Oh. All right. Intended for last week's WAN show. I will compose and produce much better music for your videos for much less than thousands of dollars. Uh, you think that, but we do like 13 videos a week. Uh, creating bespoke music for every Linus Media Group video would be, um, man, you'd have carpal tunnel in like 10 days. Uh, Destructive Harmonic says, first time I've ever watched live. Hey, thank you. Uh, Rob Christensen, Rob Christensen says, I want to pitch an annual show for you folks called the LTT Segway Slam. But first, a message from this pitch's sponsor. Me, the guy who paid for this super chat. I'm handy to have around. Anyway, the Segway Slam could be the Oscars, like best segue to a non-tech product, meets March Madness. Tech channel reps going head-to-head -head with their best segues live. Comedy gold. It sounds awful. It sounds <laughs> yeah. totally awful. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I wouldn't watch that. Uh, the EJ gun sent 75, whatever CHFs are, whatever currency that is, LTT Spot Robot, do a tour of their facility. I would love to do a tour of their facility. Boston Dynamics has never replied to one of our outreach emails. It's like, okay. Um, you might be able to um, find someone that would loan you a spot or that would let you mess with their spot for like a weekend. Yeah, maybe. I'd have to find someone who actually bought one though. I mean, if Marquez buys one, I'll just be like, hey. For like, hey, can I come hang out yeah, for a little bit? Yeah, I, I just want to see your new dog. <laughs> yeah, just just want to see your new dog. It. So, all right, that's it for the super chats for today. Don't send any more. I'm not going to look at them. Um, there's one more thing I wanted to talk to you about on the show today. It's totally not tech. I don't know how I never knew about this before, but have you ever poked around on Cameo? Do you know about this? I recognize. Let me look it up. Apparently, it's a pretty big thing. It's hilarious. Isn't this like... Wait, what? Get personalized messages from your favorite celebrities. Oh, yeah. This is how, like, there's some stuff that's come out of here because, like, people were thanked or congratulated for things that they, like, by famous people that they really shouldn't have been because the famous person had no idea.